You are tuned in to KWTF 88.1 FM Bodega Bay. It is now time to spill some rubies. I'm your host, Tristy Taylor, and we are spilling rubies. Because as Clarissa Pinkole Estes once said, to create, one must be willing to be stone stupid, to sit upon a throne on top of a donkey and spill rubies from one's mouth. Tonight is episode 16, part two of my Portland improv road trip. Over the holiday break, I journeyed up to Portland, Oregon, and met up with some extremely talented Portland improvisers. And in this week's episode, we sit down with two Portland improvisers, Dan Humpke and Jay Fluelling, and we're also joined by improviser and stand-up comedian Megan Manning, who is currently spending the year in Ashland, Oregon. I also brought back some great local music from Portland, so I hope that you really enjoy part two of my Portland Improv Road Trip Show. Hit the 
tuned in to KWTF 88.1 FM Bodega Bay and you just heard Portland band Sean Flynn and the Royal We with Mrs. Dark Fantasy from their 2010 album Write Me a Novel. Now I had planned to take this trip to Portland solo but of course Dr. Shauna, a licensed sex therapist, insisted on joining me and of course she found some people to help and I was able to catch some of it on my little recorder. Now, this recording was done in a basement. It was not the best environment to record in, so my apologies for the very echoey recording. I had to do a lot of um, wizardry with um, my uh, recording music software, and it still doesn't sound that great, but it's, it's, I think it's okay. So let's find out who Dr. Shauna met on the streets of Portland, Oregon. You tuned in to KWTF 88.1 FM, Bodega Bay. This is Dr. Shauna, unlicensed sex therapist. I'm on the road, people. I'm on the road. I'm driving north. I just needed to uh, go on walkabout. I just needed to find my, find a little bit of something inside me. You know, Sonoma County is beautiful. Don't get me wrong, I love it. We have the trees, we have the oceans, we have the, 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 the wildlife. We have the flora and the fauna, but um, you know sometimes sometimes you need a little more. Sometimes you need uh, a little more uh, gloomy rain. Sometimes you need a little more uh, interesting people who know a lot about things that I don't know about. So I'm driving north and I find uh, myself in the wonderful, wonderful city called Portland, Portland, Oregon. Everyone, the Rose City. Am I right? And I've met some wonderful people here. Surprisingly, uh, people need love advice wherever you go. And fortunately, I myself 
am an unlicensed sex therapist, and so I can help anybody that I meet on the road. And I, I met some wonderful people, and they agreed to come and sit down with my little recorder here in a dark, dark, scary basement in the middle of God knows where we are. I don't know. But the walls are teal. They're keeping us warm. And I'm here. So uh, who, 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 who would like to go first? I have, a, I have so many people in this room with me right now, and they're all just needing help. And I'm here to help. I'm here to help all of you. I'm here to help one of you. I might not help any of you, but, you know, I'm going to try. So uh, my assistant is not here. Ronaldo did not come with me. We are having some problems. He's going to stay home and explore some other options in his romantic life, and that's fine. We have an open relationship with polyamorous. That's fine. He can, he can go his own way. I go my way. Okay. So I'm flying solo. But I can still help you. <laughs> Who's first? Who's first? Remember, we're on the radio, so no cursing. Well, uh, my name is Bill. Hi, Bill. And this is my wife of eight years, Jill. Hi. Okay. Bill and Jill. Bill That's and cute. Jill. So, uh, you mentioned Sonoma County. I heard that it is underwater this time of year. That's, mm. that's good and bad for you guys, but it mm. reminded me that in the bedroom, and this is very private, this is very private, we, uh, uh, we have a wonderful sex life, but at the end of that, that uh, I suppose of the night, it gets a little wet up there, you know what I'm saying? Like we put down tarps and that works sometimes, but it leaks off the side and we replace mattresses. Mm. And uh, it's both of us, really. It's both. I won't place the blame, but do you? What do you rec? Do you have you come into contact with any specialized equipment, maybe that can help with this? Just sort of rush this, uh, you know, this wild river, wild taming the wild river. I was, is that is that about how you would deal? Is that how you would put that? Yeah, I I I I I would say I I would say that. Mm. Um, you're 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 yeah. Uh, it just gets really damp, and uh, I just I, I can't wear galoshes when we make love anymore. It's just inconvenient. I, it chafes. I, it chafes. On a good day. I'm out of baby powder. Um, if you have any advice for us, I think I think I think it would I think I think it would behoove us yes. to get some. Yes, Bill and Jill. Yes, I hear you, and I understand this problem. Intimately, as I, as you know, I, I, you may not know, but I, I did have a love of Ronaldo, who's a giant man, and uh, he sweats just when he's uh, a breathing and sitting, let alone when he's exerting himself and making sweet, sweet love to me. So I understand the sweat issue. Also, we are here in Portland where things are very moist, things are very damp already, so you already have a few strikes against you from the start. Now I hear you, you're wearing galoshes, you're, mm. wearing, you're using tarps. Mm -hmm. That's wonderful. It's not working. Let me ask you first. Do you eat a lot of salty foods? Oh, yes. Oh. All the time. Well, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jill, do you eat salty foods? You sound, you sound unsure. I hear, I hear from Bill that he does. Do you? I do. Okay. I, 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 I'm trying to get off of them. Is the I think that's a good idea, Jill, because let me tell you, when you're eating salty foods, the first thing that happens is your body just excretes. I mean, it just excretes whatever it can because the salt makes things so wet and not wet in a way that you want, wet in a way that can be uh, problematic. So that might be a first step right there. There are organisms in your body. They live inside you. They exit from every orifice. 
And you don't want to get them too excited because they'll just re-enter all the orifice all over again. And there's only one person you want in your orifice, Jill. Am I right about that? Yeah, that, 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 that's, a, that's right. Another hot tip that I have. It may not work here in the wintertime because it's very wet and cold here. But I know uh, in uh, where I am from, in Northern California, when we uh, are sure that things are going to get wet in the heat, perhaps when it's hot, we just go make love outside. You know, it's a natural it's a natural sponge. The earth is a natural sponge. It soaks up anything that comes off your body, you know, be it sweat, be it anything else that you're excreting at the time. So have you ever tried making love in the great outdoors? It's beautiful here in Portland. I'm sure there's many places that you could uh, become intimate uh, in the outer environment, perhaps in the in the grotto. I urinated in the backyard last night. I know that's not, but so it's true. The earth is very important. So you're a free spirit, Bill, is what I'm hearing. I'm a free spirit with my urine. And with with being free and open with your body. Exactly. Thank you. You hit it right on the nose. Well, that's wonderful. You could try these things. You could just so, but uh, not so much salt, especially if you know sweet lovemaking is going to happen in the evening. And if it's the summer months, Go camping. Go 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 out in the ocean. Uh, go to the top of a tree. You can't sweat in the top of a tree, and and just and just feel the the earth embrace your love. That's beautiful, Bill and Jill. You're beautiful. Thank you. Thank you for coming Thank on. You. Thank, Thank you. Today. Thank you. Thank you, doll. Thank you. <laughs> okay, who's next? I'm on fire. Who's next? Uh, I'm next. Uh, my Hello. name is Steve Cunningham. Steve. Go. Steve, I'm sorry, my my Chihuahua came in the studio and uh, it's okay, it's okay. I um I'm a little I'm a little confused. I I, I thought this was gonna be a, a yoga healing seminar. Um, oh, oh. Um, I really learned some very personal things from Jill and Bill and Hello and <laughs> you and um uh, yeah. So uh, uh, wow. Well, it's a support group. And, you know, I do, Steve Cunningham, I know a little yoga. So um, we could do a little downward dog. We could do a little sun salutation, okay? If that would make you comfortable. Uh-huh. I, I feel like you're saying those things and you really mean something else. Oh, oh. Well, what do I mean, Steve? I, you know, I don't want to... I don't want to put words in your mouth or anything. Um, I mean, I do, I mean, it, since this, you know, you're on an unlicensed sex advisory... Um, a therapist. therapist. Steve, I'm an th- unlicensed yeah. sex therapist. Um, which I, I do think is problematic. Oh. But, you know, I'm not going to split hairs about licensing. Uh, I do have, a, I mean, I, I'm not into pornography. I'm into erotica. And very often, erotica, everything will be going great. And then all of a sudden, it just takes a incest turn, Ooh. and I, I it's just way more common than you would think, and I, I have a problem with that. So this erotica, Steve Cunningham, that you are, um, I assume, reading uh, erotica yes. is 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 literature. Literature, yes. All right, all right. So you have a wonderful imagination, right away. I know, I can tell. Thank you. You can imagine, you can read, and you can imagine, and you do not need the videos. You do not need the VHS tapes in the corner. <laughs> you can imagine, and that is beautiful. So I just want to give you a confirmation there, Steve. Can I call you Steve? Yes, you can. Now, so this erotica that you are finding has incest, what, it, it, it springs you at the end? Like that's the surprise ending? Is Always. The, is the, oh. Always. 
Always. Where, where are you sourcing this erotica from, Steve? I'm sourcing it from feminist bookstores. Really? Feminist sex shops. Shebop. Like, yes, the, all I my mean, favorites. The problem is there's just not enough gay erotica. I'm, gay, I'm a gay man, so yes, I, yes. I, I read gay erotica, naturally. And it's always like, things are going great, we're in the locker room, yes, yes, and then all of a sudden, Grandpa comes in. Grandpa, really? And I don't want Grandpa, you no. know, I switch Grandpa out for the captain of the lacrosse team. I'm down. You know, if it's not Grandpa, it's Dad. I'm a little okay with Brother, but Dad, Grandpa... So as long Uncle, it's, it's, it's every time, and I don't know, I don't get it. As long as the incest is young, you're all right. As long as it's the brother, it's fine. But you don't want grandpa in there. Uh, no, I don't want grandpa. I don't want dad. Uh, there's so much dad. There's like, and it's like usually like things are going great. It's a neighbor boy, and then all of a sudden dad walks in and is like, "You two are doing a great job. Let me join in." And I'm like, "No, dad, get out of here." But and then the the participants are always like, "Yes, finally." And that's that's another <laughs> thing I don't understand. Or it's always like, or sometimes it just starts with dad, always, and it's like, "Dad finally took me into the shower," and it's like, "No, there's no finally happening." I can't relate to this at all. My goodness, Steve. So the world of, of gay male erotica is one I'm not familiar with. I'm going to tell you that right now. I'm sorry for the hole in my unlicensed, uh, intelligence. Unlicensed right now. Yeah, uh, unlicensed forever, Steve. I'm never getting that license back. But let me tell you, uh, just right now, I'm hearing, again, we know you have an incredible imagination. So I'm asking you, Mr. Steve Cunningham, what would happen if you wrote your own erotica? What if you did not have to take from the feminist bookstores who obviously seem quite obsessed with incest, which is very confusing to me, but I trust you because you know. So Steve, tell me what would happen if you use that incredible imagination of yours and you wrote your own erotica because then it would be perfect for you, Steve, because well, it would be the thing that you loved. You could put it right in there. Well, I mean, I actually have thought about that. I mean, the thing is, is you create erotica, you know, for others. You know, once I, you know, I mean, I would write the perfect erotica. Yes, you would, Steve. About, I mean, probably like three. I'd probably have three good scenarios. Locker room first. Of course. You know, and then camping second. And then, like, you know, I wanted to say soccer, but then that's back in the locker room. I just have a big locker room thing. It could be on the field. It could be on the field. It could be yeah. under that in the goal. Yeah, net. And, you know, score. Score exactly. Score. I love that. So I could I could write three pretty good eroticas, um, and then, but they wouldn't really be for me. I couldn't go back and read my own writing. Why not, Steve? Why couldn't you do I that? I could. Nothing would happen downstairs. Do you, you, in your mind, you say, oh, I could never be aroused by my own writing, and yet I see the gleam in your eye, and I know that you would. And you probably can see my erection right now. <laughs> I do? It's beautiful. Thank you. It's wonderful. You're so well I endowed. I didn't feel like I needed to hide it. No, not 
from me. No, Bill and Jill are fine. I'm sure. Well, hands off. Well, <laughs> he's a, he's established as a gay man, and I, I believe you two are a heterosexual couple, so we're fine here. But you know, it's all open. Everything is open, and there is always a possibility. That's uh, you know, I am a, I am a fluid sexual, as they say. You know, I I, I try. I'm a trisexual. Try anything. You know, don't don't put walls up. Don't put boundaries up. You well, maybe you with Grandpa put a boundary up. Well, of course. Now, you must always keep yourself safe. And what do I always say? Everything is okay as long as you have consent. That's my catchphrase. You know, that's my catchphrase. Everybody knows it. I'm, yes. Uh, I've learned now. I know now. Bill and Jill have expanded their minds a little bit. They're, they're, they're ready to... Um, they're ready to have sex out in the forest, and next time, the next next cocktail party they go to, they'll say, "Hey, did you know the problem about incest and erotic gay fiction? Uh, we need to do something about this." And I happen to know a gentleman who is doing something about this. And the next thing you know, your internet website has more hits than you can um, compute on a calculator, Steve. And hits mean money. That's what I'm told. That's what Ronaldo tells me. I don't know. I don't have a website, but I think you should get one, and I think you should put your erotica on there, and you should tell all the people in your community, hey, are you sick of incest in your gay erotica? Yes. Then come to my website. And, you know, I, the, you, you mentioned daddy issues, and I'm going to tell you that I heard about a really wonderful um, comedy improv extravaganza variety show that's happening here in Portland, and their focus is daddies. Now, did you know about this? I I did hear about this. Okay, I can't remember the details, so you tell me the details again, Steve. It's a, well, it's Comedy Grab Bag, and it's a variety show of comedy, and they cover all the bases, improv, sketch, stand-up, music, and videos. Oh, that sounds wonderful, And Steve. each show, they write a whole new show with theme, and the theme is dads. I am totally going to go to that show. We'll link to that. We'll link to that because uh, why well, I don't have a website. This show, Spilling Rubies, does. So we'll put a link to that show so people can go see it. Thank you, Steve. Do you feel? Do you feel like I helped today? I really want to help. Mildly. Mildly, mildly. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take mildly. I don't know what I'm doing. Thank you so much, everyone. Thank you. Can somebody point me to um, where I can pick up an Uber?
are tuned in to KWTF 88.1 FM Bodega Bay. Did you know that KWTF is supported by a grant from the Stan Roy Music Center and the Redwood Justice Fund? What about you? Do you support KWTF? If you don't, why not? It's so easy. Just visit kwtf.net and click on the membership tab. You can sign up to give once a month. And you can feel that much better while listening to all your favorite shows and programs because you know that you are an integral part of keeping KWTF afloat. Our rickety ship needs all hands on deck, and even $10 a month can make the difference between floating and sinking. So visit KWTF today, kwtf.net that is, and become a monthly member. You'll be so glad you did. I know you will.
tuned in to KWTF 88.1 FM Bodega Bay. You just heard Portland band Menamina with Wet and Rusting. And we started that set off of Portland's prodigal daughter, Pink Martini, with the delicious Hang On Little Tomato. Now, in case you aren't aware of this, there's been a huge influx of people moving to Portland, Oregon. And some locals are a little fed up with it. I met up with some of these disgruntled local lo- <laughs> locals. Let's hear what happened. Oh my God, Frank, did you see that school bus? Another Minnesotan moves to Portland. I'm sick of this. Tired of it. Look, you can't park a school bus in a Safeway parking lot for two reasons. Illegal, what are they? Illegal and too big. Illegal and too big. I can say that about you, Gerald. (laughs) Give me another donut. Seriously, here you go. What, you want a Cruller? Something shiny on the top. I like a machine. This one's got a nice glaze. Works perfectly. These Minnesotans come in, and they they complain about the rain, (laughs) and they complain about how everything is so expensive. Just because it snows all the time, you know, you can't expect the same thing. This is the East Coast. We're close to the ocean. Probably don't understand what that means, do you? Mm-mm. No, sir. But now they're in Portland, where it just rains and snows maybe once a year, if we're lucky. Ding, ding, ding. Oh, there's no snow. I'm so sick of it. Oh, oh brother. Well, welcome to no snow land, welcome. mister. Um, I'm from Minnesota. Oh, 
Oh, like I couldn't tell. Yeah, we okay. know. Like I, I just, couldn't tell. Let me just get some wipers at this auto repair shop. You got some wipers for me, you know? You know? This is Portland, sir. We have 250 choices for wipers. This is a rainy city. Do you need uh, cleansing wipers? Do you need drying wipers? Do you need wipers that don't wipe? We've got them all. I feel like you're being condescending to me, you know? I'm sorry. It's just all you Minnesotans. I mean, what? There's like a thousand of you who've moved to Portland in the last two months. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. I'm to here with it. Up here, above my head. I'm up to it. And then with the hissing and the and the like growling. I don't understand what any of like this looks animals. so to me. They're like animals. <laughs>
you are tuned in to KWTF 88.1 FM Bodega Bay. You just heard Portland band Summer Cannibals with The Hand. I feel so lucky that I got to meet and talk and improvise with Portland and Ashland, Oregon improvisers Dan Humpke, Megan Manning, and Jay Fluelling. We had a lot of fun hanging out in that teal basement. And now I'd like you all to get to know them a little bit better, shall we? Uh, my name is Dan Humkey, and I live in a magical attic with a window on the east side and a window on the west side. No, so no matter where the sun is, I am always blinded. <laughs> Portland. My name is Megan Manning, and I live in Ashlandia, which is in the southern of the state. And I am surrounded by woodland nymphs and Shakespeare fanatics. You can imagine that I want to die todos los dias, all the days. <laughs> I had the instinct to say Vivo Morgus. <laughs> My name is Jay Fluelling, and I live in Portland, which is in the northern part of the state, since we're getting geographic on us. And I uh, once, well, my family growing up, I only went on two vacations, and my dad worked in an ambulance company, and so we would fly out to Tennessee, pick up new ambulances from a factory and then drive them back to Portland. And so those were my big family vacation trips. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it was really fun. (laughs) (laughs) Can you say more about the ambulance factory? Uh, Well, we didn't like... I'm gonna put this closer to everybody. We didn't see, oh, I didn't see the ambulance factory. We just picked, my parents just picked up the two ambulances. And we would just, you know, go, we'd visit family or stay at hotels, you know, all along the way back to Portland. Um, But, I mean, it's a fully functional brand new ambulance. And so it was really, uh, I mean, just people would just kind of get out of your way. And, I mean, (laughs) there's like magical driving, parking, (laughs) things would happen. And actually, there's this one, I have this big memory of the trips where... We just were, were going to the Grand Canyon, and there's just all these crazy windy roads, and we just bust around the corner onto a very fresh car crash. Mm. And it was, like, pretty serious, and, like, there was somebody, like, bleeding on the side of the road. And, you know, people had, like, stopped, but, like, you know, 911, like, the real people hadn't come yet. And so these two ambulances just bust around the corner, and everyone's like, yes, we're he- they're here. That's amazing. I just called. You know, like, ah. Oh, no. And, like, we, like, stop, of course, and, like, me and my sister and my family, like, bust out in our pajamas, and, like, everyone is confused. <laughs> they feel betrayed. The tiniest EMTs ever. Yeah, yeah. And the guy, I remember the guy, like, bleeding on the side of the road was sort of like, yes. And then he saw me, and he was like, what? <laughs> and then my dad was like, I'm not licensed stay bye and we just drove off and some people were like what <laughs> so that was a moment in time wow wow that is amazing I just see you in your little PJs like with like a stethoscope like I can help it was a stretch armstrong <laughs> <laughs> yeah totally <laughs> it was a 
Do you need this man? <laughs> we can help. Let me stretch him for you. It's a tourniquet. <laughs> <laughs>
And you are tuned in to KWTF 88.1 FM Bodega Bay. And you just heard Portland's own Wooden Indian Barrel Ground with A Long Way from Cerillos. While I was talking to Jay Fluelling, I was really excited to hear about his really cool comedy improv variety show that Jay puts on in Portland and in Washington State. It's called Comedy Grab Bag. And you can find out more about them on PDS pdx.net forward slash cgb or you can find them on twitter or facebook just search for comedy grab bag and we'll also link to them on our facebook page spilling rubies on facebook and speaking of facebook in this next recording we talk about the trials of managing facebook groups and the difference between spamming and self-advertising enjoy it's so much of it now is about managing spam accounts and they're like so tricky, but super fascinating. Like the weird pictures they use and like, if it's a picture of a lady, but the gender is a man, then I know you're a spammer, you know, it's like all these telltale signs. Yeah. But I do, I feel like I've got my like shotgun and I'm like at the perimeter of my little village and, yeah. <laughs> and like these zombies are trying to get in and I'm yeah. like shooting Why them do down. Why do they want in? So they can like talk about Ray-Bans and Nike shoes oh, and like oh, okay. penis enlargement oh, okay. in this like healing artist, like woo-woo hippie space. And then everybody freaks out because I let them in, you know? And you're like, I didn't know. <laughs> they came when I was slipping. That's, that's like, I feel like you're, you're blocking me <laughs> because... I am part of some groups, and I'll just like drop just blatant advertising, or just blatant like come to my show. Or, well, like, that's different. Thing. That's different because mm-hmm. that's your personal. Well, my pickup soccer group did not like. <laughs> <laughs> I put a thing on there, and it was this whole thing. I was like, "Well, I'm sorry." They're like, "What does that do with soccer?" I was like, "I play soccer. <laughs> come to my show, you bastards." <laughs> And you are tuned in to KWTF 88.1 FM Bodega Bay. That was Jay Fluelling, Portland improviser, talking about uh, being thought of as a spammer in Facebook groups. Oh, we've all been there. Well, that's it, folks. That's part two of my Portland improv road trip journey. I want to give a huge, huge thanks to Dan Humpke, Megan Manning, and Jay Fluelling for being willing to sit and record in a cold basement with me. It was so fun. I hope we can meet again, my dears. And you can always stay connected with us here at Spilling Rubies, including listening to part one of our Portland Improv Road Trip show with the Knockouts by finding us on SpillingRubies.com. You can find us on Twitter at Spilling Rubies, and we're also on Facebook. Just search for Spilling Rubies. All episodes are archived on iTunes, so you can always find us there, too. Please uh, rate and subscribe so that the robot overlords... Move us up the, uh, move us up Jacob's ladder a little higher. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. We'll be back next Tuesday, as always, from 8 to 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Please stay tuned for DJ Broken Record and the Broken Record Radio Show.